0: Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having a fantastic Tuesday wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. For audio guy out there, for the guy who's been complaining, the guys who have been complaining consistently about the overall audio quality of the show, we've got a new mic. The audio should be impeccable. You should be wearing your headphones right now, listening to my melodic voice, thinking, my goodness, this has never sounded better. Audio guy should be in heaven. Go ahead and take your pants off, swing them around your head. Audio guy, this is what heaven sounds like. My dulcet tones massaging themselves right over your eardrums. Unfortunately, we got a lot to talk about. A lot of it ain't that good. Let's start right here off the top. The Biden administration, the Biden's touch continues to lead to disaster. Everything Joe Biden touches turns to crap. The most recent disaster, earlier this morning, the latest inflation read, 8.5%, the highest in 40 years. Higher than the expectation of 8.4%, 8.5% is Jimmy Carter level disaster when it comes to inflation. Thank God that Joe Manchin refused to pass Build Back Better last year, rightfully citing inflation as such a massive issue, it would be even worse. I don't think we've even worked our way all through the inflation yet. And I hate to say, I told you so, but I told you so. For anyone out there who listens to my program and has been listening for years, I was against lockdowns, I was against shutdowns, I was against the idea that suddenly we were going to be able to miraculously stop the economy and then turn it back on. We still are around 2 million jobs short of the number of people that were working in early March of 2020 before we shut down for COVID. Let me repeat that. We still are around 2 million jobs short of the employment that we had then. And back in March of 2020, we had overall wages increasing faster than inflation. Right now, most people out there are working incredibly hard who are actually working and yet they are still unable to make money because the rate of inflation is increasing faster than the rate of their paychecks. So inflation is a tax on the poor. It is a default taking from Those who have the least and live paycheck to paycheck and redistributing it elsewhere. People who are able to have assets. If you own a home, you're doing much better because the average home price has been skyrocketing. Every time I look down at Zillow, the prices of homes in Nashville continue to skyrocket as people are abandoning California, New York, and Chicago and other high-cost domiciles in favor of low-cost places. This is happening everywhere. And it's having a real significant impact. Um, so unfortunately, I hope I hope we have peaked on inflation, but until we actually start to come back down, I'm not going to believe it because a lot of the people who are quote-unquote economic experts told us this was never going to happen, that we could print as much money as we possibly wanted, that we could put it in as uh, many people's hands, we could give them free lunches, basically free cash, and it wasn't going to have an impact on our economy. Guys, we've gone from $10 trillion in debt to $30 trillion in debt in the space of about 15 years. And this is even crazier. In the entire history of our nation, from 1783 to about 1982 or so, we had created a $1 trillion roughly inflation. That is, in 200 years, we had created around a trillion dollars in national debt. In the space of the last 40 years, we have added $29 trillion in debt. At some point, I don't know when that is, maybe we're already there, but I tend to think the consequences may be more significant in the future if we're not careful. At some point, that becomes an overwhelming amount of debt for a country to carry. This is a real danger. Again, Look at the rate in which we are borrowing money. And as inflation rates now are starting to go back up, at some point, the interest on our national debt will begin to eat more and more of our overall economic uh, tax rates and our our overall revenue. This is going to become a bigger and bigger issue. I know you're not supposed to talk like a dad, uh, like somebody who looks at what you spend and what you bring in and looks at that difference and says at some point that dichotomy between what you make and what you spend becomes a major, major issue. I'm not sure if we're there yet, but I know that we're rapidly advancing in that direction. That could be a disaster. What is already a disaster, who could have told you that hiring Rex Chapman and giving Brian Stelter and Jamel Hill shows and spending three hundred million dollars which is what CNN spent on CNN Plus was maybe not going to pan out. That there weren't that very many people out there like hey, you know what I want more of? I want more of Stelter. I want more of Rex Chapman. I want more of Jamel Hill. I just can't get enough of them and I'm going to pay you money to get more of them. I've got to have CNN Plus. Ultimately, what CNN Plus represents is a question of how much brand affinity does CNN actually have? How many diehard fans of Anderson Cooper and Don Lemon and uh, Jamel Hill and Rex Chapman and Brian Stelter are there? And the answer is evidently not that many at all because... As you look here, the numbers are staggering. They have spent $300 million. And in an average day, less than 10,000 people are watching CNN Plus. Such that Axios and many other brands, that number on less than 10,000 comes from CNBC, by the way. Such that there are already talks about canceling CNN Plus, they had forecast millions of subscribers and that has not materialized in any way because people watch CNN for one reason, for live news. That's pretty much the only reason they watch CNN. They are not interested by and large in CNN personalities. There is not a large brand affinity for CNN. There are not very many diehard fans. There are more diehard fans of Joe Rogan by millions than there are CNN. I think there are more, based on the number of people we had sign up for OutKick VIP, more diehard fans of OutKick than there are of CNN. And this is pretty wild to think about. Um, They may have to shut down the whole thing. It's only two weeks in. They were projecting spending billions of dollars. I was talking with a friend in the business space who was analyzing this, and uh, that person was saying, at any given moment, 500 or fewer people are watching CNN Plus based on that 10,000 or fewer viewers number. Think about that. There are basically more people watching OutKick programming, meaning me and also OutKick 360 right now, than are probably watching CNN Plus. And if 10,000 users a day saying maybe they have 50,000 subscribers, if that, uh, and at 100,000 subscribers, that's only about $7 million a year in revenue on a $300 million spend. So they are going to have to go back to the drawing board and completely revamp the idea of CNN Plus or they're going to have to ignominiously go ahead and shut it down. Now maybe it's a benefit for them that they have new leadership now because the new leadership can blame the old regime for the failure of CNN Plus and just go ahead and shut this thing down before it becomes an overwhelming albatross. Uh, Speaking of overwhelming albatrosses, uh, our guy, Bobby Barak, one of our writers, uh, is tracking. He's like the only person that's actually tracking uh, what exactly is going on uh, with Bamani Jones's new HBO show. On average, Bamani Jones is losing 80% of his lead-in viewership, which is coming from John Oliver. And uh, there is no way that they can justify on HBO, an audience that did 44,000 viewers for one episode of the program. Uh, and this show, which is pretty wild, is uh, the first season is ending, evidently, on Sunday. This is according to Bobby Brack I don't have any idea. And uh, what's interesting is, remember when Bill Simmons had his HBO show back in 2016? Bill Simmons love him or hate him, got completely crushed over the number of people that watched his HBO show. Uh, any given Wednesday were not good, but Washington Post said Bill Simmons' rate HBO shows hit rock bottom. Uh, the USA Today said uh, there is uh, no reason to keep basically this show alive. Five reasons why Bill Simmons' Any, any Given Wednesday tanked, said The rap. Uh, awful announcing they said the uh, the show ratings aren't pretty Bill Simmons's HBO show totally destroyed Bamani Jones's HBO show both of them doing a sports show yet other than Outkick virtually no media outlet has even covered the disaster that is Bamani Jones's HBO show ratings so why do you think that is why did Bill Simmons get totally and completely destroyed for his ratings on HBO when his show was wildly more popular and wildly more influential than Bamani Jones's? Why is it that Simmons was held to a high standard and Jones was held to a low standard? It's the same reason Bamani Jones has gotten all the shows that he's ever gotten. He got a radio show at ESPN Nationwide the least successful radio show ESPN's ever had. They had to cancel him in order to avoid losing more affiliates. No show had ever lost more affiliates. They gave him a daily television show. It was a disaster. No one watched it. Then HBO gives him a show. It's also a disaster. No one watches it. No one in sports media history has ever failed more and been rewarded more than Bamani Jones and criticized less. Why is that? Because media is afraid if they criticize Bamani Jones, they will be called racist. They can tee off on Bill Simmons, even though he's far more successful than Bamani Jones could ever imagine or dream of being. And they didn't have to worry about any of the criticism. It was a free ride for USA Today, for the Washington Post, for all these different media outlets, the New York Times, to absolutely criticize Bill Simmons. But they won't utter a word about Bamani Jones. And one of the things that's fascinating here is, and I think it's entirely race-based, people get mad because at OutKick, we apply the same standards across the board. If you are going to, and we wrote about uh, Bill Simmons' ratings back in the day at OutKick, If you're going to criticize the amount of viewership for Bill Simmons, then you have to also criticize the amount of viewership for Bamani Jones when it's way less than what Bill Simmons has produced. Almost no one else in media will do this. Why? Because the amount of dishonesty that exists in the media of unfair treatment is legion. It is incredible how many people will not treat like situations the same because they are afraid of being called racist if they criticize Bamani Jones' disaster of a show. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real Steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, Clay Travis here. Hope you guys are enjoying OutKick. The show will have more coming back next. Uh, Speaking of disasters, there's a shooting, another mass shooting uh, in New York City. Crime is off the charts I wanted to share these numbers with you. This is the legacy of defund the police. This is the legacy of Black Lives Matter protests. These are current murder rate increases in 2022 compared to 2021. Remember, 2020 compared to 2019 saw the largest overall year-to-year increase in a generation on record. Nearly 30%, I think 29% murder rate increase. This is now into 2022 on top of massive increases in 2020, on top of massive increases in 2021, and on top of massive increases in 2022. Atlanta. The number of murders in Atlanta in 2022 versus 2021 up 43.3%. Birmingham up 41% over last year. By the way, I'm going to be in Birmingham this weekend uh, for the launch of the USFL. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Up just shy of 32% in terms of the murder rate this year versus last year. Houston, up 21%. Milwaukee. Milwaukee is up a staggering 93%. The murder rate in Milwaukee is up a staggering 93% this year versus last year. New Orleans up 40%. St. Louis up 21%. That's just a geographically diverse gathering of massive murder rate increases that are going on right now in the country. Why is that happening? Because defunding the police or the argument to do so has real consequences because delegitimizing the police has real consequences and because there is an inherent connection between BLM protests and actual deaths in inner cities from black and brown people. That is, the people who protested the most vociferously in those cities, by and large, the murder rate rose the most because we're finding out no one protects more black lives than police, despite the fact that the media and many politicians demonize them, uh, the police, as if they are the problem. By the way, the rate of shooting of police officers also up 40-plus percent so far this year compared to last year, which was a record of 20-plus years in the number of police that were shot. Um, I sometimes get on Twitter and I see what's trending and I just throw up my hands and I say, how is this possible? Tony Dungy uh, was trending last night because he was with Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, at a fatherhood uh, event where the state of Florida is committing 70% uh, of their uh, $70 million, I should say, for fatherhood-related initiatives. And in particular, Tony Dungy was being criticized because he had said something that I think is beyond a shadow of a doubt true, which is fathers, I know this is going to be crazy, fathers are super important. And I'm reading the quote from Tony Dungy. Uh, by the way, DeSantis, the $70 million partially going to go to Tony Dungy's all-pro dad initiative. Tony Dungy said at the DeSantis press conference, he was talking about young kids, 19, 20, and 21, who were in prison. And he said, it's not socioeconomic. It's not racial. It's not education. It's none of those things. 95% of those boys didn't grow up with their dad. We have totally written... Very often, fatherhood out of the child equation. And I'm fortunate I had an awesome dad. I like to think that I'm a pretty decent dad for my three boys. But kids, especially boys, who do not have dads, are overwhelmingly at risk of having really bad outcomes. Statistically, the best thing that can happen for a kid, statistically, doesn't mean that if you don't have this, you're not going to be successful. Statistically, the best thing that can happen for a kid is a mom and a dad at home, two-parent household, raising a kid. In particular, girls aren't as impacted by absent fathers as boys are. Boys need the structure of men in their life teaching them how to be men themselves. And it's not a coincidence that kids who get the most trouble tend to not have dads at home. Uh, Right now, Cam Newton is still trending it's a second straight day trending for Cam Newton over comments he made about the role of women. Cam said he was raised in a three-parent household, his dad, his mom, and his grandma. And he said that he believes basically, and I'm paraphrasing, the man should be the head of the household. Now, I'm not the head of my household. Let me be clear. Uh some of you may have seen that we are building a house in uh in the Nashville area. And uh, and I put it out there uh, that as we're building this house, uh, I occasionally will share with my wife ideas that I like. Uh, and I like the idea uh, of a big staircase inside of our new house. Now this house is a couple years away. We're not going to be moved for a long time, but we're building a new house. Said so I really like the idea of a big staircase. In fact, I sent my wife a photo and I said I like the idea of sort of a double staircase, right? Like, where the center is open and you have a staircase on either side and it's kind of a grand staircase. And I sent my wife that, uh, that idea and it was not well received, all right? I'm going to come back to Cam in a moment. But I told my wife, hey, I like the idea of this uh, and she was not a fan of it. Uh, and I po- posted, if you didn't see it, I posted out the, uh, the link uh, associated with that. Um, I said, uh, you know, this was also, by the way, Uh, And then I also sent her, I said, hey, I kind of like the idea of the uh, Sanctorum, Sanctorum or whatever that thing is called. Uh, But I said, what's intriguing to me is I really like this uh, idea of the staircase. My wife said, that takes up too much space and is ostentatious and out of date. I said, well, I'm ostentatious and out of date, which I think is probably true. And she said, which is why you should not be making any of these decisions. You will get everything you want in the house just leave the styling to the rest of us. so I don't make any decisions in my house. Uh, and so uh, so Cam can have his own opinions about who's the head of the household. But what I find so interesting about this is we have allowed pro athletes are not woke, okay? Pro athletes, white, black, Asian, Hispanic, whoever they are, men, pro, male pro athletes are not woke. We have allowed sports media members who are super woke to argue that those athletes are also super woke by choosing selective details to emphasize. But if you are an elite athlete, you are aware more so than almost anyone else of the value of a meritocracy. You don't want to be equal to someone else. You want to make more money than them. If you're a great quarterback, you want to make Patrick Mahomes money. You want to make Aaron Rodgers money. You want to be the best at your position. And that is the essence of a meritocracy. That's what sports is. We don't compete in sports so that everybody ends up finishing the race at the same time. We compete to see who's the best, the fastest. And to the victor go the spoils. And so associated with this, Cam Newton is not woke. Cam Newton, by and large, has a lot of traditional values Because it is through traditional values that most athletes end up dominating. Work ethic. The belief in your own individual excellence. The belief in your ability to be superior in your performance to everyone else. That is the very essence of athletics. And so this idea that we have allowed to be created, that athletes are are woke, or that athletes are left winger, is, is left-wingers, is a artificial construct that is predicated on super left-wing sports writers deciding to emphasize small details that make the athletes seem as if they support the same political agenda as those left-wing sports media members. Important to keep in mind. Uh, did you see the uh, mask? I, I can't believe this. We talked yesterday... I think I told you about Philadelphia bringing back masks and how little sense it made. I went to George Washington University as an undergrad. They gave me a scholarship, graduated in three years, no, uh, no big deal. Um, and my alma mater for college, George Washington University, is bringing back. This is crazy. They are bringing back, uh, which makes no sense whatsoever. They are in the process of bringing back this insane idea of mask wearing on campus. Evidently, other Washington, D.C. universities have as well. Unfortunately, it probably means that Washington, D.C. itself is soon going to be bringing back masks to go along with Philadelphia. New York City, I think, will get in line. Then L.A., then San Francisco. The point here is, unless we unite and oppose the idea of mask mandates, they are never going away. They are going to exist. Listen to me carefully. They are going to exist forever unless we decide to take up arms against mask mandates and defeat them forever. And the way that we do that is by having an electoral landslide in November in the midterms to send a message that COVID restrictions are over once and for all. That is why November has to be a reckoning. It has to be a COVID-based decision to dominate, predicated on everything that has gone into this modern COVID insanity. Uh, Did you see Saudi Arabian television mocked Joe Biden? It wasn't particularly funny, but it was mockery unlike what you see on Saturday Night Live. And what I would just bring to bear is you're sitting around saying, why should I care about Saudi Arabian television mocking Joe Biden? They've never done that to any president before. And this is emblematic and reflective of why... Joe Biden cannot get anybody in Saudi Arabian uh, officialdom on the phone with him to help control the overall output of oil from Saudi Arabia. As a result, we're having to curry favor with Venezuela and Iran to replace the Russian oil, which should never have had to be replaced because we should have been energy independent and producing as much oil as necessary in the United States. Unfortunately, we have not been able to do it. The ridicule that is coming out of Saudi Arabia is a direct and tangible result in the price of oil and gas and the cost that is being borne with 8.5% interest all over America. Finally, Jussie Smollett did a rap song proclaiming his innocence. Evidently, he and OJ are going to soon be a tandem out chasing on the real criminals. Uh, that's a joke, by the way, uh, but it sounds like it could be something that is actually real in modern American life where OJ and Jesse refuse to acknowledge that they are responsible and instead join uh, PATH together to go try to catch the real killers and the real hate crimers. Uh, of course, this is absurd. Jussie is crazier now, I think, than even, Ke- even Keith Olbermann. Uh, maybe what they need to do is give him a new show on CNN+. Maybe then there would be people who actually watched their programming. I appreciate all of you. Uh, I will uh, talk to you again soon encourage you to go download the Clay and Buck Show. Thanks again for making March the most listened to Clay and Buck month ever in our tenure. Nearly 13 million of you downloading. Welcome in Seattle. And finally, I want to thank you. See if I can get all these cities. We are number one right now in our radio say, uh, stations in 11 different markets. Sacramento, San Diego, Salt Lake City, Las Vegas, Phoenix, Houston, um, Birmingham, Memphis, Louisville, Milwaukee, and Raleigh. Uh, That is width and breadth of the country. Number one radio show in those 11 markets. See if your market can join those 11. I appreciate all of you. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP. This has been Outkick, the show.